Welcome to Tzarat Imecha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rifka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayam and Bey's Perak Lamad, Chapter 30. Following the purification of the Temple and the re-establishment of Kohanim and Levium in their roles, and the renewal of the Temple service, a rededication, so to speak, as directed by Chizkiyohu when he became king, another tremendous set of events that take place in Chizkiyahu's reign, are the subject of Parak Lamad. Chizkiyahu invites not only the people of Yehuda, but also those people of Yisrael, who had not yet been exiled, to come to the Beis HaMikdash for the Pesach offering. As found in Parak 29, the purification was completed on the 16th day of the first month, which is Nisan. So the Pesach offering could not be brought at its dedicated time according to Torah law, which is the 14th of Nisan. Chizkiyahu declared a leap year, adding in a second month of Adar, so that Nisan would be delayed. Now we come in Perak 30 to the time for the Pesach offering in the newly declared month of Nisan. And it's on this basis that Radak reads Posuk 2 chronologically before Posuk 1. Posuk 2 says, Vayivoatz ha melech vasorov vachol ha kahal birishalayim, la asus ha pesach bachidesh hasheni. The king and his officers and all the congregation in Yerushalayim consulted to perform the Pesach offering in the second month. Posuk 3 ki lo yachlu la asusu ba ishahi. Because they could not perform it at that time, because the Kohanim, the priests, not enough of them had sanctified themselves, and the people were not gathered to Yerushalayim. There hadn't been enough of them, of the Kohanim, that had been sanctified as would be required for bringing the Pesach offerings for all of Yisrael, as Permit Suras David. And so because it had been decided to perform the Pesach offering in the second month, after that, as per Radak, Chizkiyahu sent to, invited, all of Yisrael and Yehuda. Pasuk 1, Vayishlach Yechizkiyahu al kol Yisrael v'Yehuda, v'gam igreis kosav al Ephraim u'menashe, lavoi leves Hashem b'Yerushalayim la'asois Pesach la'Hashem alokei Yisrael. Chizkiyahu sent to all Yisrael and Yehuda, and he also wrote letters to Ephraim and Manasseh to come to the house of Hashem in Yerushalayim to perform the Pesach offering to Hashem, the God of Yisrael. Malbim refers to a discussion in the Gemara and Sanhedrin about Chizkiyahu's decision, whether it was to make a leap year or whether it was to bring a Pesach Sheni, which we won't elaborate on here. Malbim then brings the Rambam that Chizkiyahu made this a leap year making the second month in his reign into the first month of the year, that is Nisan, but that this decision was not approved of by the Sanhedrin, as alluded to in Posuk 2, in there being omitted in the list of those involved in the consultation. It says Sorov, his officers, which is not the Chachomim, and all the Kahal, it says, the congregation, rather than it saying all the Eidah, Eidah is the term that would have been used if it included the Zekanim, the elders leading them. And also in Posuk 4, it says about it, Vayishar hadavar, the matter was right, but it doesn't say Vayitav hadavar, the matter was good, because the Sanhedrin didn't approve of this on grounds of Jewish law, but it's not our topic here. So Chizkiyahu invites people from Yehuda and from Yisrael and writes to Ephraim and Manasseh who are in Yisrael, the northern kingdom. At this point in time, 
the Assyrians had begun exiling the ten tribes of Yisrael. But as Rashi points out, Ephraim and Manasseh had not yet been exiled, as this was the first year of Chizkiyahu's reign, and they were not exiled until the sixth year of his reign. Others had also not yet been exiled. Posuk 4, Vayishar hadavar be'ene ha-melech u'be'ene kol ha-kohol. The matter was right in the eyes of the king and in the eyes of all the congregation. Pesukim 5 to 10 describe the dissemination of an announcement inviting people to come to Yerushalayim. And its tone is of bringing people back to Hashem. Spiritual reconnection and improvement. The announcement is delivered throughout Yisrael, from Be'er Sheva to Don, which Rashi says is the boundary of the ten tribes, to come to perform the Pesach offering to Hashem, God of Yisrael, in Yerushalayim. Because for a long time, the Pesach offering had not been performed as prescribed in the Torah, according to Torah. And so they needed reminding and encouraging, as per Metzodos David. Runners deliver letters from the hand of the king and his officers in all Yisrael and Yehuda, And as Malbim notes, as well as the words to be communicated being written in the letters, the messengers are also commanded by the king to say the words with their mouths, to speak the message. And the announcement, as Malbim notes, is a call to Teshuvah, returning to Hashem, becoming better. Children of Yisrael, return to Hashem, God of Avraham, Yitzchok and Yisrael. So he, Hashem, will return to the remnant that remains for you from the hand of the kings of Assyria. Do not be like your fathers and like your brothers who acted unfaithfully against Hashem, God of their fathers, that he made them a desolation as you see. Now, do not stiffen your necks like your fathers. Give hand to Hashem and come to his sanctuary, which he has sanctified forever. And serve Hashem your God, so that his, Hashem's, Fierce anger will return from you, because if you return to Hashem, your brothers and your children will be granted mercy before their captors and return to this land. For Hashem, your God, is gracious and merciful, and he will not turn his face away from you if you return to him. The runners pass from city to city in the land of Ephraim and Manasseh up to Zavulun. Reaction is found from the end of Posuk 10, to Posuk 13, Vayihiyu maschikim alehem, umaliigim bom. They laughed at them and mocked them. Malbim says that as at that time the king of the northern kingdom was Hoshea, they had permission to go to serve Hashem in Yerushalayim. But they themselves laughed and mocked because they were wicked and sinners. Therefore, the decree of their judgment of the tribes to be exiled was sealed. But individuals, referred to as Anoshim, Posuk 11, Anoshim submitted from fear of the punishment, not from fear of Hashem's loftiness, not from awe of Hashem. Ach Anoshim me asher But individuals, from Osher and from Menasheh and from Zvulun, humbled themselves and came to Yerushalayim. Posuk 12, Gambi Yehuda ha'isayad ha'elokim, la'asis lahem lev echod, la'asis mitzvah ha'melech v'hasorim bidvar Hashem. Also, the hand of Hashem was on Yehuda, to give them one heart, to perform the command of the king and the officers in the matter that is the commandment of Hashem, meaning the Pesach offering, translating the last part with Mitzvah David. 
Malbim says that since the people of Yehuda had turned away from Hashem in the days of Achaz, it was the help of Hashem in the merit of Chizkiyahu that they did not rebel against the word of the king regarding this. The king Chizkiyahu, that is. Pasuk 13, Vayei asfu Yerushalayim am rov. Laaseis eschag hamatseis b'chidesh hasheni kahal l'arayv ma'ayd. A great people, a great crowd gathered to Yerushalayim to perform the festival of the matseis in the second month. A very great congregation. The celebration of the festival of Matzahs beyond the day of the Pesach offering supports the notion that a leap year was proclaimed and they celebrated Pesach in the delayed Nisan rather than that a Pesach Sheni was brought because the latter would only have lasted for one day. The people then removed the altars in Yerushalayim and the altars for idolatrous incense offerings as clarified by Matsudas David and they threw them into the Nachal Kidrain. Posuk 15 Vayishchatu ha-Pesach ba-arbo'a asar l'chidesh ha-sheni v'hakaihanim v'halavim nechlemu vayizkadshu vayoviu aylois beis Hashem. They slaughtered the Pesach offering on the 14th of the second month and the Kaihanim and the Levim were ashamed. They sanctified themselves and they brought burnt offerings to the house of Hashem. Matsuras David says they were ashamed that they had not sanctified themselves earlier, before now. Because of them, a leap year was made and they brought burnt offerings to placate Hashem regarding that they delayed in sanctifying themselves. Pesukim 16 to 18 describe the Levim performing the slaughtering of the Pesach offerings for anyone who is impure and the Kohanim taking the blood from the Levium and sprinkling it. Malbim explains that the people who owned the sacrifices didn't perform the slaughtering themselves because so many of them were spiritually impure. So the Levium slaughtered them on their behalf, but the owners ate from the sacrifices, even in a state of impurity. As the majority of the people were in a state of spiritual impurity, not just a lot of them, the Pesach offering could be brought according to Torah law. When the majority of people are impure, it can be brought in a state of impurity. Regarding them eating, it says in Posuk 18 that many of them had not sanctified themselves, that they ate the Pesach offering not in accordance with what is written, that is, in the Torah, which Malbim explains means they ate it while in a state of impurity. About this, says Malbim, Chizkiyahu prayed, which we find in Pesachim 18-19, and Hashem forgave as per Pasuk 20. Chizkiyahu prays for them, saying, Hashem hatayv yechaper ba'ad. May the good Hashem atone for, kol levavay heichin, lidreish ha'elokim Hashem elokei avaysov, v'loika taharas ha'kodesh. Each one who set his heart to seek Hashem, God, God of his fathers, though not according to the purity appropriate for the sacred. Malbim explains Chizkiyahu prays for the people that even though the offering was not brought with the purity appropriate for something sacred because a person was impure, may Hashem look at his heart that is prepared, even though his body is not prepared with purity, and pardon him for eating the offering in a state of impurity. And Hashem listened to Chizkiyahu and forgave the people, as it says in Posuk 20, Vayishma Hashem el yechizkiyahu vayirpa es ha'om. Hashem listened to Chizkiyahu and he healed the people. Malbim explains another view that Chizkiyahu was praying for himself for having declared a leap year, which is a topic for further study. 
The people who are present in Yerushalayim then celebrate the festival of matzahs for seven days, Pasimcha Godoyla, with great joy. The Levium and Kohanim praise Hashem daily with instruments which Matsudas David describes as being of great importance. According to Matsudas David on Posuk 22, Chizkiyahu speaks to the heart of the Levium who have great understanding of the matter of the service of Hashem, meaning he speaks to them in a way to which they would be receptive to bring love of Hashem into their hearts. The Levium eat the festival sacrifices seven days, they sacrifice peace offerings, and there is some form of gratitude to Hashem mentioned in the Posuk as Patargam, but how this was done lacks clarity from opinions brought by different commentaries. The entire congregation celebrates another seven days joyously, which they were able to do, as Matsudas David explains on Posuk 24, because Chizkiyahu had set aside a thousand cows and seven thousand sheep for the congregation, and the officers had set aside a thousand cows and ten thousand sheep for the congregation, and many Koihanim had sanctified themselves. This is how there was enough meat for the people to eat and rejoice for all these days, and many Koihanim were sanctified and so available to bring many offerings. Posuk 25, Vayismachu kol kahal Yehuda. The entire congregation of Yehuda and the Koyhanim and the Levim and the whole congregation that came from Yisrael rejoiced. Vahagerim, who came from the land of Yisrael, Mitzudas David says these were people from the nations who converted. Vahayoshvim be Yehuda and those who lived in Yehuda. Posuk 26, Vatihi Simcha Godoyla be Yerushalayim. And there was great simcha in Yerushalayim, that there had not been like this in Yerushalayim since the days of Shlomo, son of David, king of Yisrael. Malbim says only in the days of Shlomo were all of Yisrael united in Yerushalayim. And after that, the ten tribes had not gone up to Yerushalayim for festivals until now, when they were united, celebrating. Under Shlomo's reign, they were one kingdom. Now they are two. But the unification here is something tremendous. Posuk 27, The Koyhanim, the Levim, arose and blessed the people, and their voice was heard. Their prayer was received. This is based on Targum's translation. And their prayer came to his holy dwelling place, to the heavens. Hashem's holy dwelling place, to the heavens. There is a real focus in this parak on returning to Hashem, bringing their heart to Hashem and his service, an internal spiritual transformation is happening here. And the scenes of simcha, unity, blessing, prayer, with tones of the times of King Shlomo reappearing are inspirational, uplifting. Perhaps as we hold on to these images, we can wonder, is there any way that I could bring my heart more into my service of Hashem? Is there any way in which I could rejoice a little more over the opportunity for mitzvahs and the relationship with Hashem that I have been gifted. Thank you for studying together. Lilui Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Razel Ruchel, Bas Arielib, and Rachel Zeitlin, Ruchel Bas Schleimer.